What's up, guys? Industry Insider, always on uh, Thursdays. Tonight, we have uh, a whole viewing crowd right here. Uh, we've got Rob from Warfighter Made over here to my left, and uh, James from X-Travel over here to my right. Uh, they actually just did a cool project. Well, today, we're going to talk with our uh, buddy, Dustin Grabowski. He's going to come on and uh, talk to us about if you guys have been living under a rock. You may have not seen the video, but uh, have you guys seen that uh, trophy truck battle? This is a video courtesy of... 239 films where those guys are neck and neck in their trophy truck. Dude, it's so crazy, right? Look at that. Like five feet from each other. Maybe, I don't know, two feet. And uh, going 90 plus miles an hour. So we're going to talk to Dustin. Let's get him on real quick and we'll see uh, how it felt in person. Let's see if we can get Dustin on real quick. Dustin Grabowski, what's up, buddy? Don, how are you? Good, man. Hey, so thanks for joining us on this Industry Insider at the Dirt Life Show. To my left here, I got my buddy Rob Bland with Warfighter Made. What's up, man? And then uh, James from X-Travel. We, uh, we, we could have a huge, huge crew <laughs> wanting to talk about this, dude. All that stuff that you did over the past weekend at the races was pretty, uh, well, we'll call it viral, but it was pretty badass, man. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about... Uh, Going 90 plus miles an hour in a trophy truck right on uh, Kyle Jurgensen's butt. No, it was definitely a blast. I've always wanted to race Kyle. And once I kind of got in 6100 and started, you know, worked out all the little problems we had with the truck, Kyle went and started racing trophy trucks. So this weekend when I saw that he was going to be racing the 6100, I was stoked and hope we were going to be able to like, race each other. And then, of course, on Sunday, we ended up lining up next to each other. And he had the truck set up, you know, um, to get out of the hole better. I kind of had a longer gear in it for more mile an hour. So he kind of beat me out of off the start. And we kind of just drag raced all the way um, for the probably the first half of the lap, first six miles, just, you know, banging on each other, just trying to, you know, let him know I was there. See, <laughs> I knew I knew Kyle wasn't going to let me by. Like, we talked at the beginning. Like, it's a short course race. Like, he wants to win. I want to win. So, once you get out in front, especially at Laughlin, you got to make it to the dust and, you know, try to put some separation. And I'm in the, I'm in the season for points. He's just kind of showing up and racing. So about halfway through that um, lap, I decided it was best for me if I just let him go and not risk anything and then to lose my point lead and to maybe risk losing the championship. Dude, it was still pretty intense, though, right? Like, what, yeah. would you, what would you think about, like, if you were sitting either co-dog or driver, James? Man, being co-dog on that would be crazy. Uh, just off the, you know, five feet off the bumper, um, following that. That's wild. Dude, and there was a point where Rob, like, he was, like, literally touching him. I mean, I, you know, the entire time I was like, it doesn't matter if you backed off or not. That video is going to be forever cemented in yeah. the minds of a lot <laughs> of people. Yeah. Because... <laughs> I remember I first, I think uh, I first saw it, Dirt Chronicles posted it, Trophy Borough posted it, and uh, they're all supporters of us. And when I saw that, I was just like, there is no way. I think back to all the, the, the racing and stuff that we've done, and, and right when I started getting in somebody's freaking, in their dirty air, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to back off and get that. <laughs> yeah. Kids are going to be, uh, oh, I saw that video. Yeah. And. That's why I wanted to race trucks or cars. So that's I think that's where, where you guys win with just the kids are going to be like, oh, man, I saw that. I want to race now. It's freaking epic. Yeah. 
this weekend, I actually on Saturday, my littlest brother rode with me. And that was his first time in the truck for qualifying and racing. And then on Sunday, my other brother, my um, brother that's close to me in age, a year younger than me, that was his first day actually in the like in the truck for a race. So that was his first time. He didn't say much for the first, you know, six seven miles. He really didn't say much of much at all. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say anything. That's a trial by fire, brotherly <laughs> love. Right there. Got it down. <laughs> Welcome to the big world. Yeah. yeah, they've been racing our Subaru Class Five car. We have a blue um, Subaru Class Five car, with it. so they kind of started racing that when I got the truck. And so finally, I my co-riders hurt right now with some back problems. So I've just been having putting different people in at different races. So my dad's like, this week, let's put your brothers in, see how they like it, see how they do in the past. So no, it was definitely, I'm sure he was like, he would, he, after the race, he's like, I was not expecting all that. <laughs> I was going to say, I kind of no, no. want to know what like the dinner after the race was with him. <laughs> how many times did you nerf him? Did you touch him at all? <laughs> did you, did you touch Kyle at all? Did you nerf him at all? Or did you back oh. We probably, I don't know, touched 10, 15 times. At one point, we actually interlocked bumpers. I was just kind of like sawing at the back of his truck, trying to make his truck get all upset. And my bumper kind of slipped off to the left. And then when I came back to, when I came back left, it hooked his tube, like his bumper tube. So we were actually hooked together. Like in the beginning of that video, before we hit that right-hand turn, we were full-blown hooked up. And then we hit the little jump into the right-hander, and it unseparated us. That's why we all kind of got a little twitchy. But <laughs> And my first caved in. He said his rear, the, the rear of the trucks caved in. It broke my hood all up. So, you know, I was wondering, well, totally I was wondering, worth it. Yeah. So, without a doubt. So, you know, the race is finished. You guys obviously link up in the pits. What was said? Well, I mean, was it like that was epic or was there a lot of mother effers? Don't you ever do that to me again? What, what happened? Yeah. Me and Kyle talked to the drivers, me. We talked before we went out there. Like, I knew what it was going to be. I kind of oh. He's one of the best, you know, guys in the desert right now. And I knew if we had got to race each other, I'd be able to run with him. So I just want to show everyone that I could run with Kyle. So like once he was out in front of me, I knew it was good. I knew what we were getting into. That's why finally I just had to you know, convince myself, like, I do not need to lose a points championship over this. Like if it was the beginning of the season, it would have been totally different. Yeah. Uh, did you know that people were that? I mean, I guess in the driver's seat, you can't really tell who's watching or videotaping, but did you see 239 following you in the helicopter and like knew that people were getting you on camera? Because, dude, that was so epic to see how like people's reactions just pumped. No, yeah. I, I saw him right at the beginning. Like, right when we left the infield, I saw him. And then after that, I didn't know if he was still with us just because I was so focused on, you know, I was getting blasted the whole time with roost and mud. So I was just focusing on. You know where where we were going since I was so close to Kyle all the time. Just you know, focus on that. I really didn't pay attention to see if the helicopter stayed with us because usually you can see them the whole time when they're next to you. But yeah. I didn't. I didn't see him once we left the infield because I was just there was way too much going on. We had to be way too focused, so I just didn't make a mistake and cost myself. Yeah. So both you guys know how bad the dust is out there in Laughlin, and, and there was like probably ten or fifteen people that asked me personally, like I'm not in the truck like you are. And they're like, why is he so close? Why doesn't he just, like, back off a little bit? I'm like, dude, the instant he gets 30 feet back, he can't see anything. Right. Yeah, that's the clean. Oh, yeah. Right Truck lanes are too, like, on him or you're just in the dusk. And then it gets way too risky. So that's that was the main thing. I was on him, like, all the way. We stayed on each other forever. And then finally it started getting a little dusty. And I was like, I can 
run with him, but I don't know if I really want to take the risk since he's not on the points. And I was only in the lead. I just took the points lead the last race. So I was only in the lead by like four points. So I was like, do I really want to risk this and lose the points lead or just back off and, you know, just run a smart race and collect more points and move on to the last race of the season? Dude, you got to have a lot of trust in the driver in front of you. Like to, cause like, what if he takes just like a, little teeny bit like an inch off the race course and cleans it cleans them both out you know like that's nuts dude um, so, that's what oh, you knew kyle was good then i was comfortable the whole time because i knew it was like kyle he has tons of seat time he's right now one of the you know one of the best guys probably out there right now um just winning races so i was really comfortable behind him like i wasn't worried about it like we've both been racing forever our dads raced together. My uncle's or my uncle and his dad raced together. My uncle sold him a class uh, one car back in the day and they raced it together. Single seat gym co. So I was really comfortable with, like just following Kyle and not really worried about it. Yeah, that's cool. Well, like uh, a lot of people may or may not have, they've seen the video obviously, but may or may not have known who you were, but you've done a lot of racing in the past too. Cause uh, I know you told me you did some works racing in uh razor, I think it was. And then uh, you have that, you know a little bit more about the other car he has, right? Yeah, I, I actually saw that uh, Subaru come through at uh, Vegas Torino. I was at, up at pit one. I love that Have car. That it's freaking just that classic. Uh, it's a, it's a, what's that? What class are you running that in? It's class five unlimited. Class five unlimited. Yeah. It, but it's Subaru powered. So it's like, it's freaking That's awesome. Burn it. Is that car super fun to drive? Yeah, it's. It's fun, super rough. Like that's what we started racing. My dad built that car when we were racing trophy cars because my dad used to race a class five car um, when he was in college, my dad and uncle. So when we were born, they kind of stopped racing. And then we started, um, we went out to Glamis right when the first trophy cart was made and the terrible Herps had one. So we drove that around. And once we got home, we're like, we want trophy carts. So my dad and Roy from Pro-Am ended up getting us a couple trophy carts. So we started racing the whole Lucas Oil series. And then pretty much once we started racing, my dad and uncle were like, well, let's get back into racing. So they built that car back in 2006, 2007. Okay. And then, you know, once we finally stopped racing short course, maybe six, seven years later, my dad, we all just got burned out of short course. It takes a lot of time. You're always tearing stuff up, so it's a lot of work. So we took a little break from racing, and we were old enough. So my dad's like, well, let's go race the five car. You guys can start racing that. They built it super heavy and um super safe so when the kids got in it we wouldn't have any problems but no the car's tons of fun it's it's definitely a lot rougher than the truck and you definitely feel it after you get out of the car after a long race your neck hurts you're super sore that's like one difference with the truck the truck's way smoother you're really never sore after you get out of it right right just they're two totally different cars, but the five car taught you a lot about driving. That car That's what I was going to ask you, like reading the terrain and stuff like that. You know, I, a lot of drivers progress straight to, you know, unlimited. I think, you know, going through that uh, experience with the five car, I think that teaches you a lot about driving and reading the terrain in the, in the open desert. What do you think? Yeah, no, that's definitely why we start racing. My dad put us in that and he was he has had me run it and then once i finally was really comfortable doing good i wanted to go faster obviously yeah so then i got the truck and then my dad put my little brothers in it and now we're thinking about maybe either getting another truck for my brothers to share or 6200 building a 6200 so we're just trying to figure that out that's actually a good point though because like there's a lot of guys that can have that 
well, that couldn't be that close because the throttle control that you have to have to be that close and the trust in the driver in front of you, a lot of that stuff was probably learned in the lower level car. Oh, yeah. No, especially in short course, because short course, you're always, you're always beating and banging that close to each other all the time. That's why I'm so comfortable. And then we race dirt. I have some dirt track cars. We still race some dirt modifieds like out at Paris Speedway. So all that stuff too, you're always touching people. You're always, you know, pushing down the straightaways at a hundred go throwing them in sideways at 80 90 miles an hour so the modified is the same thing it's just it gets you comfortable being close to people right. that's rad now does the does the setup in your truck have to be ideal to be to feel comfortable doing that or is that just your driving style you're like hey you're in my way i'm going to get up on you and until you move no my truck's much um i've really never changed this I, we, we did shock stuff we got the shock style to um pretty much the end of last year. And since then, my setup's all been pretty much the same. We changed some little stuff, but most of the time it's super um, similar to the races before. Um, but no, the yeah, the truck's pretty much all set up the same every race. So I know what I'm getting into and I know I'm going to be comfortable once we go off the line. Yeah, it's cool. We uh, we also share uh, a mutual partner, Motul USA. So I wanted to I talked with the guys yesterday, Nolan and the guys over there, Darwin. They wanted to say that was pretty badass. All the stuff that you did last weekend. Great, thank you guys. It's pretty cool, man. Did you uh, like when you got out of the truck? Did you have people come up to you and you know like, dude, that was so sick? Or like the next week, a bunch of messages or something? Oh yeah, as soon as I came in and pulled like into the finish and took my helmet off all the BF, um, all like the, um, best in the desert officials that were at the road crossing were over there. Um, Scott and all them. Who are, oh yeah. <laughs> I, they're all over there. It's all definitely the icon shot, you know, for the year and you know, who knows how long. So that's freaking, that's, that's something to be proud of for sure. Hey, so I, I actually had to do an interview on Monday, and I, we were talking about all the, like, hate that you get on social media. Did anybody say fucked up stuff, or was it okay? No, you know, there's always those guys out there. They're cheaters because we've been doing super good. Even at the five car, we get it every, We get it almost every other race. We've got all these cheater things going on, and there's nothing, nothing crazy. My car, everything's always for sale in our cars. You want our motors, we'll sell the motors. <laughs> right? I do all the work on my own car. I prep the truck. I do all of, I do pretty much putting all the time on it. So I just, when people are always getting mad about cheating, it's just like, I just know what the truck's capable of because I work on it. So I'm not one of those guys to go out there. I got half these other people, they don't touch their trucks. They just go out there and think they can drive them, tear them all apart. And then wonder why we're doing good. It's Cause I got to work on it. And I know when stuff gets tore up that I'm going to be in the shop for long nights. That's why I never, <laughs> I'm all yeah, but those those victories, we know those victories feel that much sweeter, dude. Yeah, yeah. After you put in all that work. Um yeah, so uh I think it goes a lot to his mentality too though, is that you know it, it's not checkers or records, it's yeah. I'm in the points lead, I have a slim margin, I'm gonna back off because yeah. you know I, who I'm racing against right now isn't even isn't even in it for points. Right. So Let's let's be smart. I mean, that's race intelligence, and yeah. and a lot of people just go out there and Ricky Bobby it. No, that's hard to do. If you're in the if you're in the mix and you're in the heat of the battle, you know, like that, it's to be smart. That that's hats off to you for sure. No, it it took me six miles to finally calm myself down. 
I, six miles. I, I, I don't doubt it. I, don't, I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Uh, I, I do, and I need to. I need to just let him go and just save the truck. And you know, crashing these things is super expensive. We're a small team. I do all the work, like for the most part, on the truck prepping it all. So we can't just go out there and wreck the truck, and then we're gonna have big bill to fix it, and that just affects our whole race program because. Everyone thinks we're not on a budget. We're on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can totally adhere to that. Uh, so how was the rest of the race, dude? Oh, the rest of the race is good. Saturday, um, we qualified for uh, qualified fifth, which is my normal. When I got out of the truck and they all asked us how I, how, how you think you did, I was like, probably fifth, because every race I usually qualify around fifth, because I'm usually not one to push the truck, because I don't want to tear it up in qualifying. Then I have to go spend all night working on it. And then we started fifth. Um, we started right, right, who was actually the who was four points behind me. So on Saturday, I drag raced Ray, who was second in points, and that's I just beat him off the line, and then pretty much cruised all day Saturday. Uh, and then Sunday, well after battle of Kyle, I me mean, I just kind of stayed right on the edge of his dust, you know, just trying to keep as close as possible to him, and then. The last lap, actually, Kyle ran out of gas. They had it just, they tried to time it just perfectly on gas. Oh, so, as light as possible, he ran out. So then I just pushed as hard as I could to the finish. I ended up losing Sunday by one second. Oh, oh dude. dude. Oh, my yeah. Bummer, but we finished second, like second overall for the week, like second and six 100 for the weekend. And it just helped us spread our points lead, just a couple more points, just to make it a little more comfortable going into the last race of the season. Yeah, that's exactly what you want to do when you're out there to win the war, right? Uh, how how long was the race? How many minutes were you out there for, or hours? Like an hour and six minutes, hour and seven minutes. One second. Yes. Yeah, one you, second. How'd you like that format of, you know, a split day and all that versus, you know, normally a, a desert race is just a one-day deal? I thought it was kind of cool. Did no, you? it's definitely – I like – because we do – they do – we do well, three desert races – and then it's always fun to go to the short course races because they're, you're just all like, usually you pass somebody like a Vegas Torino. I passed um, someone at pit four. I didn't see another car till like <laughs> 50 miles later. Okay. And then, but just at Laughlin, the two day, you know, we bring out all our, like all the guys that work at like my shop, they all come out and then we just all hang out, do dinners every night. So it's it's definitely fun. You hang out after the race on Saturday, get everything just cleaned up. And then but the two days are always fun. Those are, you know, one of my favorite races just cuz the battles, the battles you have there are way gnarlier than what you have out in the desert just cuz you're so much closer to all the other cars. Yeah, that seems awesome. I feel like it would be pretty cool to have that. He's smart though because he was conser conserving the truck too. So uh, what's planned for you in uh, in the near future here? Um, well, we have um, Blue Water coming up, the last race of the Best in the Desert Series, first weekend of um, November, or actually October. And then right after that, I come home Monday from Blue Water, and I load up all my stuff to go down to Baja to do the 1,000. I'm going to race with Green Army, okay. just in his 6,100. I'm going to do the start for them. Maybe go 400, five, uh, 400, 500 miles and get out and give the truck to Justin to do the rest. So, you know, just try to do 1,000 and figure out what we're doing next year. We, you know, always like to go trophy truck racing. It's just budget and trying to find, you know, more partners, you know, 
to help you know split the difference between that motor from the 6100 motor to the big to the big block you know just yep. always out, you know always wanting to move up are you going to do the min 400 um we have a class 11 being built right now we might race that and probably my brothers will race the class 5 car but I just won't have enough time to get my truck torn. I, after I race Blue Water, it's just going to go sit in the shop, and I'll be gone pretty much all of November down in Mexico, or, yeah, all October down in Mexico after that race. So I just don't think I'll have enough time to get my truck together. But for sure, we'll probably be there in the five car and probably the Class 11. Yeah, awesome. and at least just cool. hanging out. Uh, these guys are going to be racing the 400 too, aren't you? Correct, yeah. Three, three vintage military vehicles, a vintage buggy, uh, a dirt bike that a single leg amputee is racing, and uh, Tim Hall and the Polaris Razor, a double leg amputee, and the Razor that we built for him. Yeah, it's so crazy. The Min 400 this year seems like it's going to be cool. Even if you can't race, dude, hanging out's going to be bitching. No, yeah, I'll go and I'll, you know, maybe drive a little bit of it with my brother in the class 11, just go play with that thing, or, you know, hopefully maybe try to find a ride in somebody's truck or uh, buggy, whatever I can get myself into. I'm always looking for seats, always trying to drive as much as possible. Dude, talk about <laughs> hurting your back, though. Class 11, you're like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I can yeah. tell you guys, speed is relative to the suspension travel yeah. that you've got. <laughs> you don't go out there and just bomb it in an 11. You're still having fun. Yeah. I don't disagree. Those little bumps come up. Come up <laughs> that way, right? Everybody says how much fun those are. So, you know, got to go drive it at least once, see how it is. <laughs> Are you gonna are you gonna put a shark fin on the top? Uh probably not. <laughs> uh man, I'm stoked, dude. Just seeing how much fun you were having out there uh at that race. I mean, like you said, you only did it for six miles, but six miles seems like an eternity when you're battling that hard. Oh no, it definitely felt like a while. I was like especially when I'm just pushing him, like I'm just pushing him all the way up the hill. I try to pass him to the left. He just comes over to the left because he sees me go left. So it was just, you know, him blocking me, me pushing him. It was definitely felt like it was going on for a, quite a while, but the whole, whole time I was laughing, and I know Kyle was laughing too. As soon as we saw each other after the race, I was like, you made me work that hard. Just, <laughs> just to run out of gas, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, so what's going through your head is just having fun, right? Like, there's oh. some guys that'll go out there and be like, get the fuck out of the way, or like, this guy's got to move, but you guys were out there, like, literally having fun, and you guys knew what each other was thinking. That's so cool, man. Yeah, no, it was it was fun. Everyone was all, I got so many, like, DMs, like, oh, why didn't you wreck him? You should have <laughs> there to be wrecked. And it's like, if it was a desert race, like, a Parker 425, and he did that for that long. He definitely would have ended up out in the desert somewhere. But the short course racing, like the short course race, and just because where it is in the season, like it's so close to the end. Like I was just worried about when I go to take him out, if I get collected with him, I'm going to be bummed. Yeah. <laughs> Spoken like a true racer. If it was that Parker, he would have been in the desert. <laughs> well, he, he already said, too. He's just like, if I wreck my truck, I'm the one that has to go home and fix it. Yeah. I don't feel like doing that. I always qualify fifth because I don't want to be hard on my truck because yeah. I don't want to work on it all night for the race. He's smart. He's got a racer's freaking intelligence. I dig it. 100%. Uh, well, I'm pumped for you, dude. That's super cool, and I'm glad that, uh, I mean, even if it's just a little viral video that gets popped out, it's always good to see uh, a hardworking dude and a family like you that's getting some recognition. So kudos to you, bud. Thank you, guys.
Uh, all right, man. Well, I know you're a hard worker and you got a lot of shit to do. So right, real, real quick, you got any sponsors that you want to throw out? Anybody that helped you out in that race? Yeah, for sure. I think BFG Tires. They're one of the best tires out in the desert. King Shocks, Motul, um, NGK Spark Plugs, Pro-Am, McKenzie's, um, CBR Radiators, Terrible Herbs Motorsports, Herbsmith Fab, and just all the guys that help us get out there. Yeah, that's right, super cool, man. Thanks awesome. to the, those 239 guys for allowing us to share that video and stuff, too. Yeah, so. Bobby. Clips, so, you know, always got to thank Bobby. Yep, killing it. All right, homie. Well, thank you very much. We know you got to get going. You got to get back to work and all that stuff. So keep up the good work. No problem. Thank you guys for having me. All right, we'll see, see you later, later man. man. Thanks. Dude, uh, okay. Well, so thank you to the sponsors. I appreciate you sponsoring us for the location at Warfighter Man Headquarters. Really appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to have you guys here. And thanks, James, as always, for being just a badass with X-Travel Suspension. Thanks, guys, for watching. We really appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week.